And a very good day to you, my friends, um, wherever you are, um, especially the ones in Brussels. Um, thank you. I'm honored you're listening to me. Um, today's topic, universal health care for the Americans, um, which is something that most Americans um, don't even care to discuss anymore because we're so disgusted by it. Um, regardless of what side you're on, it doesn't make any difference. The thing is that human beings need health care. It's a basic, basic human right. It's nothing new. 33 other nations, civilized, industrialized nations, right? basically have universal care health care for their for their citizens for their public we're one one of the only ones that are at the lowest end of all of these nations and we don't even exist there because we don't have universal care um the healthcare companies basically hijacked our system many years ago and um decided that they didn't want ha uh, they didn't want Americans having universal health care because it's a lot more profitable for them to have a sick care system rather than a health care system so currently we have a sick care system people get sick and they run to the emergency or they if they can if it's something that's minor they try to go to Mexico or Canada to uh, get taken care of if they can't afford to be down here, right? And really don't see too many people running up to Canada or going to Mexico, okay? If they happen to be there on vacation, they try to get treated, things like that, which is what a lot of people are doing, going to uh, Far East uh, countries like Thailand, specifically Thailand, Philippines. Um, healthcare is dirt cheap. Uh, so if someone needs an operation that costs uh, say quarter million dollars here well uh, you could go to Thailand and Thailand will take care of it for possibly eight to ten grand and they will give you a nice big suite in a nice four-star or five-star hotel and operate on you for um, tenth of the cost of what it would um, cost you in the United States so that said, we are the only, one of the only nations in the 33 nations or so that I call civilized nations, right, that have universal health care. Now, let's look at Australia, right? Some of these countries that I'm going to run through and when they started out with their universal health care, right? And we'll carry this uh, subject on for a little bit. Uh, till I'm exhausted and I can't speak no more on this subject. Australia, 1975, stated their their start date of their universal health care. Right, Canada, 1966. Wow. 
Greece, 1983. Iceland, for Christ's sakes, 1990. Ireland, 1977. Israelis just started their uh, national health care in, in 95, about 28 years ago. Italy, 1978. Um, and we go down the list to, say, United Kingdom. United Kingdom established theirs, their national health care um, system in 1948, post-World uh, War II. And they did that specifically to rebuild their nation because they knew, they, they, they knew how badly that their public needed basic care, basic health care. They... They understood, the British understood they had to take care of their people. If you don't take care of their citizens, your nation is basically um, headed for disaster. And they knew that. They knew that, right? So that's why they did that. Um, Japan, 1938. Did I mention Italy? 1978. I think I did. Um, Belgium, 1945. And I can go on and on and on and on. Thirty, I can list a list of 32, 33 nations that did their national health care or universal health care decades ago. Um, and the reason was simple. It's a basic human right. People get sick. People get sick once in a while. Uh, um, some people end, end up with terminal illness. Some people just get flus and colds and such, and they need to be taken care of. they got to take some medicine periodically. they got to go see a physician. they got to go see a doctor. Uh, nothing unusual. We're not made out of steel and, and metal. People get sick. And most of these rec uh, industrialized nations recognize that and said this is a basic human right, not a privilege. So, what happened to the Americans? Why, what, what, what's wrong with us as Americans not wanting to give our general public, with the exception of the military, which has a socialized system, by the way. You can call it, oh, yes, socialism is good as long as it's for, good for the military. As long as, you know, the military is doing it, we're perfectly fine with it. Why do we need socialized care? It's called Veterans Administration. Why do we need it? Because it's a, it's common sense. We have to take care of our soldiers. They get sick. They get ill. They're defending. They're the front lines of our, our, our nation. Uh, they're out there serving. Air Force, uh, Marines, Navy, Army. They, they've got to be taken. We have to take care of them. So it's a it's a basic right, but then the military uh, is definitely a hundred percent with that. Yes, people complain about it and say, "Oh, the Veteran Administration is bullshit. The VA cares crap. I I can't get uh, I can't I don't uh, nobody would see me. Um, uh, they don't have the time. They have long lineups. Well, let me tell you why they have long lineups." 
in, in, and then we'll go back to uh, the general uh, Americans. The reason why they have long lineups in, uh, the, at the VA, Veterans uh, Administration, or the VA hospitals, is because they're seeing their people. The doctors are actually attending to their, to their patients. That's why there is a lineup. People always come out there and say, oh, oh, you can, uh, Canadians, uh, you can't even see a physician. They, you got long lineups. Yeah, you know why they have long lineups? Because they're actually seeing their people. They're, 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 they are taking care of their people. That's why there's a lineup. Don't be an idiot. Why would there be a lineup? Why is it that we don't have a... Guess where we have a lineup here? We have a lineup in the emergency care because most Americans just run to the emergency care. That's where we have a lineup. And that's where people are being seen for colds, flus, uh, what you know, other ailments that they uh, come up with periodically. And uh, if you're a human being, once in a while you don't feel right, you don't feel well. You got to go see a, a doctor, a physician, somebody, a, 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 you know, a PA, someone, some nurse practitioner. You got to go see somebody. People got to go see someone to to heal themselves. This is a basic human right. Nothing unusual. It's a very uh, simple thing to understand. Doesn't take rocket science to understand. People need care. Ultimately, as they get older. When you're young, in your 20s, yeah, you're full of beans and nothing happens. Okay, yeah, fine. Even then, you can get in a, some kind of an accident. God forbid, something could happen. Well, so you need care. The younger generation say, oh, I don't need any help. Yeah, you don't need right now. Wait till you're in your uh, thir- uh, 40s, 50s, 60s. You're going to need health care. So... Um, the lack of universal health care is, is, is basically going to destroy this nation. And let me explain what that means when I say that. Why I say that. When I say it's going to destroy this nation. It's already tearing it apart. So without health care, without actual adequate health care, People tend to get into this mode that's a very depressive kind of a mode, right? If they don't take care of their health, they're not eating right, they uh, tend to be in a depressive mode. So if you're in a depressive mode, are you really going to want to work that much? No. Um, Are you going to want to travel that much? No. Are you going to be social? No. Um, Are you going to... Be creative. More than likely not because your brain is not functioning properly from uh, eating bad foods and such because you just lost all faith in the system and people just go and eat whatever. They say, well, it doesn't matter. Something happens, just run to the emergency. So there is no precautionary care there at all, right? There's no preventative uh, uh, care, nothing. No one talks to anyone. So people end up with certain level of depression with regards to healthcare, right? So heading for disaster is where this country is heading. And that's my opinion. I say that 
because I have observed this nation for the last 20, 30 years um, at the very minimum and looked at the general public's behavior and how easily they are brainwashed by stupid things on the media, right? Um, the media brainwashes them and they think that, yeah, well, you know, if I have, uh, if there is national health care, uh, I'm going to be paying for my freaking neighbor. And I don't want to pay for my damn neighbor. This is the mentality that the media and the, and the establishment, uh, national establishment has created within the United States. I am on my own. I don't want to take care of anybody else. I don't give a rat's ass about anybody else. Who cares? I don't want to pay for my neighbor's health care. So this is what you hear, right? You'll hear this typically. I don't want to pay for my neighbor's health care. Well, then I got news for you, my friend. If you have health care right now, let's assume that you have health care right now, you are paying for your neighbor's health care. Okay? Let's not kid yourself. You are. If you don't understand how a healthcare system works, then you need to research it, and do your due diligence, and figure it out, and try to understand what it is that I'm saying to you. If you have health insurance, you are paying for your neighbor. Okay, let me explain. The way the health insurance industry works, say, take a specific company, ABC uh, Healthcare Company, right? Uh, they charge you a premium. You are a basic, regular old person. Yeah, you have a little bit of this and that maybe once in a while, but you're basically healthy. You pay a premium. So why do you pay a premium? Because it's not all going to the, the profits of this company, right? It's going somewhere. So where is it going? It, a portion of it, a portion of your premium is directed towards those who are sick. Okay. Now that sick individual that's being taken care of, that also has insurance, but they're sick, that could be your neighbor. See my point? You get my drift? You are paying for your neighbor. So don't be a dummy and think, oh, yeah, well, you know, I don't want to pay for my neighbor's health care. Yes, you already are paying for your neighbor's health care. And on second thought, why would you not want to pay for your neighbor's health care? You all live together collectively, live in the same complex, live in the same community, live in the same city. Why do you pay taxes there? Why do you collectively pay taxes so you can have uh, streets and roads and airports and parks and such? Why? Why do you pay taxes? Why? I don't want to pay for my neighbor's uh, ability to walk in this park or go to this airport. You don't say that there. Oh, I don't want my neighbor using the damn airport. Screw him. I don't even like his ass. I don't want him paying for 
I don't want to pay for the for him to use uh, the the local park or log drive on a regular or on a street that I do. You do pay collectively. You do pay. So any anyone that's been brainwashed by the system by the media that tells you you hear this rhetoric from the right. Oh yeah, I don't want to pay because they bought it. They were sold those bills of, bill of goods and they bought it. So I feel bad for everyone because people on the right, on the left, you have families and everybody needs health care and periodically people do get sick and they need care. And when, when, when somebody has a fever, someone has got a health issue, it doesn't matter what your core beliefs are politically. Who gives a shit? Who gives a damn? It's like a house is on fire. The fire department comes up. The fireman comes out and says, uh, who, uh, I'm going to put the fire out, but I need to know, uh, is, this, is this a Republican or a Democrat house? See, you don't do that, right? You, regardless of what that, that fireman's beliefs are politically, they don't ask who is in there burning alive, burning uh, uh, inside that house. They just jump in, they start helping. So collectively, we care about other people, regardless of their beliefs. So when, it's, when, when someone says, I don't want to pay for my neighbor's health care, you were sold that bill of good and you bought it. It's a bunch of bullshit and it's crap. It's shit. Okay, and you bought that shit. You bought that shit. Think about it. You pay for a street, uh, taxes, so you, you and your shitty neighbor could drive on that street and, and go to the same park or go use the same airport, but you don't want to pay for the neighbor's health care. See, you know who sold you this bill of goods, right? The healthcare companies that wanted to make the billions per month. That's who sold this shit to you, and you bought it. For a while, I bought it too. Then I woke up and I realized, wait a minute. Wait just a damn minute. I looked at how a structure of a uh, company works. I'm not going to mention this company's name. I had a friend worked at this uh, healthcare company as a security guard. Okay? Here this story. is a true story. He worked there as a security guard in this company that is a legit company and just not mentioning their name here worked there as a security guard and he used to man the front people come in make appointments sometimes people come in screaming and yelling and cussing and spitting like hey shit uh, son of a bitch i need to pay these damn bills it, i'm late and they, they denied my coverage and this and that so he started listening to all this you know, this complaints and this and that, I start to realize, well, why do people complain? They have health care. What are they complaining about? Okay. Fast forward. So this man makes his rounds, right? He's a security guard, makes his rounds, goes in different places into the building. And finally, um, he dawned on him this one um, area that he was kind of, you know, making his rounds with. Um, there was a bunch of cubicles with a lot of people on the phone. 
uh, employees on the phone and it was called the retention department right it was called the retention department and he started to learn about it from the employees they told him here's what we do here if someone calls and tries to make a claim we are paid good chunks of bonuses to deny that claim simply tell him hey fuck off we're not gonna pay your damn bill okay because of, uh, we don't feel like it uh, we we don't want to pay it because you did this and that and they'll put, put up all this bullshit jargon so the person would be all like wait a minute uh, you told me my copay is this and are you gonna charge me this and you're gonna do this so that you could hear these people screaming at the other side other end of the phone and what's happening there is that person the employees in those cubicles sitting in that one area denying thousands of claims per day okay so why are they denying these claims if you would ask right which is what anybody would ask because that is how they are able to show their profits if they don't deny claims right there is no profits in that business and they might as well hang it so their profits come in from denying health care to those who are paying premiums but uh, are not going to get those claims uh, through and if they went and saw a doctor no yeah well you know you gotta still gotta pay us this two thousand uh, dollars deductible or, or do what you want but we ain't paying it we're the healthcare company what are you gonna do sue us that's your general attitude right so when you think on those terms it is a disaster for a company for a person to apply for health care start paying premiums right and still hope to God that they don't get sick so here lies the dilemma for an individual that has health care possibly premium health care a gold plan a platinum plan but they don't know if God forbid they have an ailment or they have a condition that the healthcare company is gonna deny at that point they're looking to file bankruptcy so this is why I say to those who say I don't want to pay for my neighbor's health care oh shit you already are I asked my very first question is do you have health care well I sure as hell do well then you're paying for your neighbor's health care okay you just too stupid to realize that because you never research it you think oh yeah no I pay my premium and everybody did you ever inquire to see how your premium is distributed and where it goes where is that $200 a month go or $300 a month or $500 a month you're paying where does it go how does it how is it distributed how much profits in there how much how much goes towards sick individuals you may be healthy but they're they're paying 
for you're paying for those who are sick within that system so don't kid yourself for a second okay I always tell individuals that look think it through before you say something and don't go by the national media for Christ's sakes they're the biggest bullshitters on earth and they will keep on they work for these companies ever watch CNN anybody watch CNN knows every other commercial is a pharmaceutical commercial so who are their true masters certainly not the CEO of CNN it's those is those large billion-dollar pharmaceuticals paying their bills that's who the masters are so think it through when you say oh I don't want to pay for it. you are paying for it and you're gonna continue paying for it even when you decide you don't want to pay for your neighbor's health care right and you say you pull the plug on all healthcare system uh, the healthcare health insurance companies you're still paying for your neighbor vis-a-vis -vis the sales taxes or this tax or that tax or income tax or property tax you sure are so why not have here's what I ask you now that you understand that maybe you don't understand it but now that you understand that why not just have a universal health care call it whatever I don't give a shit what we call it call it caca mimi acme blue bullshit crap comp national care something care but cover everybody as a basic human right so long as we are on this path okay so long as we're on this path we're never gonna see the light and we are headed for disaster as far as uh, having the lack of universal health care we are headed for disaster no nation will ever survive I'm talking about even if we're half the population at say 150 million we would not survive this thing beyond 10 to 20 years so take it from me uh, I have researched this thing plenty anyone that says oh yeah you don't know what you're talking about really I read the entire 3,000 pages of Obamacare it's complete bullshit complete crap we don't need uh, health insurance companies in the middle we don't need them as agents in the middle to 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 rip the country off we don't need them they are the ones ripping off our country another group of people and and I'm gonna isolate them and you're gonna realize that someday and you're gonna say you know I don't know who that guy was on the podcast I think he knew what he's talking about another group of individuals in this country that don't want you to have health care are the freaking doctors all the money that they make they look at all these other nations that are working with nationalized health care or universal health care and what their doctors make they say oh my god I, I went to med school uh, I gotta make a quarter million half a million a year man uh, I'm not doing this crap and most doctors if you talk to them majority of them I'm not saying all majority of them are against a universal health care system in this nation so God bless them that's all I can say it's gonna come back to you sooner or later my friend if you are a doctor and you're listening to this remember it's gonna come back to you so if you're just in there so you can make your millions go ahead and make your millions but 
being a doctor is a noble thing. It's a noble profession trying to heal someone. But since you are pimping out all these drugs and, and uh, you're working for the pharmaceuticals, you don't really give a shit about the general public. You don't want national health care. So I say that to a doctor's face. If you want national health care, prove it to me. And prove it to me that you really want it. Because I'm saying you don't want national health care as a doctor because you're not going to make as much money. And we know that. So the, the entities that are blocking it, one of those entities is this doctor's associations that absolutely, medical associations that do not want nationalized health care. Mark my words. The day that we get a national health care, and I hope to God someday there is some kind of a system that covers everyone, that's when you start seeing doctors either fleeing this country or enrollment for med school is going to go completely down. Because they're going to realize, oh, um, I can't make that much money in this damn profession. I might as well go be a lawyer or something else. So many of these doctors that are there right now, and I don't mean to knock them. There's some good doctors there, and they want good for the public. But there is a lot of doctors out there that are, treat their patients terribly. I knew people that worked in the healthcare industry. You can't say, I don't know what I'm talking about. I do know what I'm talking about. They will tell me the inside scoop and how the doctors behave with regards to their patients. They were extremely rude, ill-mannered, completely careless, uh, complacent attitudes towards their patients and treated them like complete shit and talked all kinds of crap behind the patients. So you could say, I'm making, no, I'm not. I've spoken to enough people that work in the industry whether they were techs, some kind of a tech, or they were a nurse or some other uh, profession in there, okay? People come out and talk and say how rude the doctors are, not to just to each other, but to the general public and how, how they talk about them behind their backs. Anytime a patient comes in that has platinum care, guess what the primary physician, the primary care does? Right? They are told they're told that if someone comes in with a platinum care, we're supposed to give them plenty of time, suck up to them, ask kiss to them, keep them for as long as they would like to stay there. But on the other hand, if a person comes in that's on Medicare or Medicaid or no health care they would not only not spend any time with them, they would limit that time in some cases to 15 minutes max tops and they would rush them through, our, through that place because there is no money there. So you see it comes down to dollars and cents. So long as we have this dollars and cents mentality in this nation, we're never going to get any kind of a universal care. And not everyone can join the, uh, the uh, military to get veterans care, which is a socialized care, by the way. It's socialized. Look at it. We have a socialized system. It's called veterans care. 
All we need to do is either expand it or expand Medicare and cover everybody. It's as simple as that. There is no harm in covering every. It's healthier for the nation if you simply provide health care to the general public in case they get sick, have a cold, a flu, this, that, what have you. Let me tell you another fact, right, before I end this uh, podcast. During the COVID era, those who are in the United States, during the COVID era, by the day we were watching the numbers go up of people dying, right? Who, who was dying? Who was dying? It wasn't healthy people. Who was dying? Those individuals that didn't take care of themselves over the course of 10, 20, 30 years that either had no health care, and if they had health care, they just couldn't see their doctors properly, and majority of them, majority of them did not have health care. And they had pre-existing conditions, right? Those are the ones that were catching this COVID and dying from it. Otherwise, it was preventable. So if they had care throughout their years, their growing years, they probably wouldn't have caught this thing. And if they did, they would have survived it. So the million or so we killed, okay, thanks to uh, the people up there, the million or so that died, Who's talking about it? You don't see that on CNN, on Fox, or any other channels, MSNBC, no, nobody. Oh, we're mourning for those who died, the million that died during the COVID. Here's a national flag. Here, here's a national cemetery for all. Do, are we crying for those souls that died during COVID? You know why? We didn't give a shit about them as a nation collectively. We didn't, they were just a number they were just a number. They, they, the national establishment did not give a shit. Notice, during that time, or after, or post-COVID era, post-COVID, when it was done, did anyone in the national media say or, or, or come up with a reporting that most of these people did not have to die? They died because they had lack of health care, and therefore we need a nationalized universal health care? Did anyone say that after that? Of course not. Because, see, their masters are telling them, the, their pharmaceutical masters and their hospital masters are telling them, hey, hey, don't bring up anything from the COVID era. We're done, okay? We're done. We're out of here. We're done. You know, all those got, that got killed made too bad. They were fat slobs. They didn't give a shit. They didn't take care of themselves. They needed to die anyway. That's their general attitude towards the general public. So, um, that said, this country is headed for disaster when it comes to universal health care or lack thereof. And that's my opinion. And I will stick to my opinion because I have thought it through, I've looked into it, done my due diligence for the last 25, 30 years, studied all other industrialized nations to see what it is that they're doing, why do they need a national health care, why do they need to take care of their public? And we as Americans collectively are deciding, mm, we don't really want to take care of our neighbor. Screw the neighbor. I don't want to take care of him. That's our general attitude. So long as we have this attitude, we're not going to be safe.
That said, pleasant day, pleasant evening, pleasant morning, whatever you are listening. Thank you for listening and God bless.